Welcome to the Better Doctor Project podcast, where we link healthcare providers of all specialties to help us grow and learn from each other to be that much better for our patients. We sit down and talk about the fun things, the big and bright ideas, and we go over tons of practice tips and occasionally cover some pretty scandalous topics. Join us every episode to keep growing to become the best provider you can be. Let's get started. Today's episode is sponsored by The Smart Chiropractor and their new book, The Payday Practice. So I'm sure you guys have heard of Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, and Tim Ferriss. How do you think they would build the ultimate healthcare practice? The answer is in this book, The Payday Practice. Doctors Jeff and Jason will show you how to cover your monthly expenses in one day, every single month, guaranteed. Whether you want to grow financially to support your physical practice or create the digital healthcare practice of the future, this book is your blueprint for building it, launching it, and growing it. As someone who is currently in the process of building my own private practice, I knew I had to share this with you guys. Get your free copy today at www.thepaydaypractice.com. Their step-by-step guide to financial freedom will show you how to one, set your dream, visions, and goals using their financial freedom formula, two, build a health tribe of people who are engaged and ready to go all in with your business, three, create an irresistible membership offer for your clients and patients, and four, launch and sell out your membership in the next 30 days. The Payday Practice will show you the exact step-by-step process that you can use to generate monthly recurring revenue in your practice. Get your free copy today at www.thepaydaypractice.com. I also recommend checking them out at The Smart Chiropractor on Facebook and also Instagram at The Smart Chiro for more amazing knowledge to take your practice to the next level. Welcome back to an episode of BDP. This is a big episode. This is episode 50 for all you listeners. And uh, after all the tracks and after all of the different episodes we have at this point, we thought it'd be fun to switch it up a little bit. And so I get to be your host today. My name is Dr. John Deo. I get to be the lovely husband to Dr. Rebecca Deo, our guest today. So thank you for joining us on Better Doctor Project. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Episode 50, this is a big one. So uh, what our goal is with this is we want to just kind of learn what are the ins and outs of BDP? Why do you you love to get to do this? What really motivates you? What are some of your favorites? What are maybe some of your least favorites? We're we're looking for the details, uh, the nitty gritty about BDP. So uh, I'm really excited to get into it. You ready? Yes. Awesome. So, uh, you know, when you first started this uh, 50 episodes ago now, um, what made you want to get into the podcast scene? What made you want to um, create such an awesome, awesome uh, idea and make it a project of your own? Well, it kind of lived in my head, as you know, for a couple of years. I just wasn't really sure what to do with it. I didn't know if I wanted to go the book route, the podcast route, um, start diving into educational programs. I mean, there's so many things that you can do these days. And at the time, podcasting was being used, but it wasn't being used enough. It was still kind of on that lower end. Thankfully, now it's been booming uh, since, you know, 2018 or so, 2019 or so. But um, podcasting just felt right. I, I love speaking and I like to speak to other people. I don't love being on video, as a lot of my listeners know. I like to kind of be behind the scenes, although I'm getting better slowly at video. But audio just made sense. I think it's a really great way to connect with people, especially because I wanted to reach healthcare providers literally all over the world. Um, so it just made sense. And um, we saw a big need. You know, there's 
There's so much that we as healthcare providers can learn from one another that we're just not getting because a lot of times we don't escape from our little bubble. Whether you're in primary care, pain management, pediatrics, you know, how often is a pediatrician calling up an emergency med doc and saying, hey, can you teach me X, Y, Z? Not very often. Yeah, it's not really (laughs) happening. And I learned by doing a lot of my clinical rotations at a VA hospital that there's so much we can learn from other specialties. We just have to sit down and talk about it. So therefore, a BDP was born. That's amazing. Did I hear a little plug for a book in the future? Yeah, well, don't give all my secrets away. (laughs) (laughs) um, A dream of mine is definitely to write some kind of book. I have a few ideas in my head, um, but I would love to do that as a way to give back as well. That's awesome. You know, free access to to the public and getting this information is not only great for those patients looking for, hey, maybe how can they better communicate with their doctors, but how can other healthcare providers work together to provide better patient care? Um, You know, when you started this, what was your major goal when you first started? My goal was for it to literally be an around the world kind of thing, which we have definitely succeeded at. We've had several providers come on from different countries other than the United States, which was really, really fun for me. Um, the most noteworthy, I would say, would be um, one of our one of our guests. He came on from, um, from England and had a very thick accent. That was really fun for me. And I picked on him for it because it was fun to have a guest that just gave a different perspective and was from a different culture. And that's ultimately what I really wanted to do with this was make it worldwide, make it, you know, accessible for all specialties so that we could just really come together. Yeah. I mean, you know, being an international podcast, especially as you're just getting into it and you're learning more and more about it, I could see that would be a a pretty intimidating aspect of being a creator for that. Um, Would you say that that is the most intimidating part? Is there something else that comes to mind? Um, I think the most intimidating part about starting a podcast is just not knowing where it's going to go. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot when it comes to growth. So obviously, slow and steady is kind of the best way to grow anything. Um, There's a lot of talk about going viral and these kinds of things. But in reality, growing that that niche audience and that small engaged audience is really what mattered the most to me. Um, So hearing feedback from people, it helped me kind of get out of that intimidating realm where I focused a lot less on numbers and a lot more on quality and engagement. So yeah, and and you do a wonderful job of that. You're extremely dynamic with how you present and communicate. And that comes a lot from your your previous experience with the VA hospital and what you've done so far. Uh, What what would you say the biggest challenge has been? Uh, You're uh, a mom, you're a wife, you're (laughs) a business owner, you're a podcaster. Uh, What would you say the biggest challenge is with juggling all those different hats? For me, I selected this knowing that I knew nothing about podcasting. And I I think the most challenging thing is understanding that, you know, every season comes with new things to learn and the internet changes like crazy, social media changes like crazy, technology changes like crazy. So if I definitely had to pick the most challenging thing, it would be just accepting the fact that I'm not going to know it all and Mm -hmm. that you know, every week is an opportunity to learn something new in the tech world, which is fun, but it's really challenging. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, that, that challenge, you do such a great job taking that on. And, you know, you're getting tons of feedback from listeners and from viewers and people that you're interviewing. What would you say the biggest feedback that you've received so far? What, what would you say that would be? Um, and how do you apply it to your podcast moving forward? So I think my favorite feedback so far is when providers reach out and say, hey, 
such and such patient came into my office and I knew exactly what to do because of episode 17, you know, or something random like that. And a lot of the times, and that's the beauty of podcasting, what you create lives forever. So there could be someone today who listens to an episode I recorded two years ago, and that helps them in today's world. Um, And I think that that's my favorite feedback. You know, simple things or things that we thought were simple really uh, can change the game for a practice. You know, just these simple little things we can change about the way we practice, how we engage with patients. Um, So that feedback's my favorite. When someone says, hey, this episode is worth it to me, it helped me create that better relationship with my patient. That that means everything. That's amazing. It's it's patient-centric focus. Um, What can you do to get that patient the best care possible, no matter what provider that they're going to see? And, And again, you're doing such an awesome job with that. And so when you first started here, you had some goals, you had some things that you wanted to achieve. Uh, let's maybe give some of the listeners a little bit of insight on what was your biggest goal when you first started. Honestly, my my first goal was to make it to 20 episodes. <laughs> and you did so that. So, th- yeah, thankfully we did. Um, yeah, to be at 50 is really fun. It makes me think um, – it makes me obviously proud of those 50, but it also makes me really think about the next 50 and the next 100 because I know that – you know, a lot of podcast hosts will look back at those original episodes and they're like, wow, (laughs) (laughs) I was terrible. Or, you know, wow, I actually grew so much. Um, So I think you can learn a lot from the past and learn a lot about what you want to change in the future. Um, So for me, that's what I'm most excited for. So that was your goal for your first 50 episodes. Uh, Let's fast forward. What's Better Doctor Project going to look like in the next 50? What's your project? What is your creation going to look like on the 100th episode? Well, before I answer that question, I want to actually throw a little plug. Um, We were very fortunate to have been approached by a couple companies, uh, to be honest, this year when it comes to sponsorship. And that wasn't actually a goal of mine at all. I purely do this for fun and as a hobby podcast. And to be able to have that opportunity was really awesome for me. So I do want to give a huge shout out to the smart chiropractor, Drs. Jason Deach and Jeff Langmade. They are both absolutely incredible. Um, and they have just been an awesome company to work with as a sponsor. And they really believe in the mission of Better Doctor Project. And they honestly just keep me fired up. Um, so check out their podcast. Check out The Evidence-Based Chiropractor, which is Dr. Jeff Langmade's other podcast. It's also amazing. I've learned so much from him. And just this collaboration has been really fun for me. And it's, again, expanded expanded my knowledge when it comes to podcasting. Um, When I think about the future, uh, my new goals, I mean, we kind of touched on it. I I really do want to write a book. So if I had to guess, you know, between episode 50 and 100, definitely working on that, um, starting to put something together, that would be probably my biggest goal of all. That's amazing. (laughs) If you were to um, go backwards. Now we talked about going forwards. If you were to go backwards and be the little fairy godmother to yourself, uh, Dr. Rebecca, what would you tell yourself before getting started? Um, I think I would tell myself to don't think and just do, which is really common. Um, I feel like in the tech world today, because we live in a world of criticism and we live in a world uh, where everybody's kind of in your face. They can see what you do. They can see what you're all about. Um, and I think two, three years ago, I was very hesitant to um, share more of myself with the podcast. And I'm, realize- I'm realizing now that it's really important to be authentic and show who you are as well as your company and brand. And I would definitely tell, you know, the Rebecca from 2019, that it's okay to put your face in a photo. 
<laughs> it's okay to laugh and be yourself in an episode and to just kind of do what you want to do because you end up producing, I think, better things with that. It's awesome. A whole different level of confidence. Yeah. Let's go fast forward. If you could talk to yourself now at your 100th episode, what would you tell yourself? I would just straight up say you did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, like encouragement and making it to 100 episodes is so fun, especially again, as a hobby podcast and just doing this whenever I get free time. I think, you know, being able to say, hey, we've created 100 episodes for other people to learn from. You're a rock star. Pretty amazing. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. If you know, with the 50th episode, uh, if you were to describe what Better Doctor Project is in one word, how would you describe the podcast so far? Eye opening, specifically eye opening to providers, but eye opening would be the the word that I choose. Is that one word? Yes, it's hyphenated. Okay, let me ask you again. <laughs> We're going to keep that in there. <laughs> this... I can't even read. <laughs> okay. Eye-opening <laughs> is my word of choice because um, I think what the podcast does is, again, it shows us that simple things really do matter in practice. And so often I see providers really struggling with, okay, how do I grow to this level? How do I get 100 more new patients in the door? When really those things don't even matter. I think all you have to do is focus on being the best provider you can be. And that has a lot to do with growing your skills. And in the flashy world of social media and internet marketing, I think we've lost a sense of that, where instead of signing up for a continuing education seminar to learn XYZ thing to better your practice, nowadays people just do it for credits and then they just send more money to Google ads to get more patients. <laughs> All of those things are important. But ultimately, I really think that the best way to be successful in healthcare is to invest in yourself as a provider. And Better Doctor Project does that. So I think the topics that we discuss in our episodes, again, are just eye-opening. People can turn on any episode of Better Doctor Project and be able to think, huh, I never thought of that. What a simple change that I can implement literally tomorrow. That's what encourages me the most. Awesome. Well, I'm incredibly, incredibly proud of you. Um, you've Thanks, done such a, a great job. And I just I love being able to be a part of your dream and your vision with this and just keep motivating you as well. And uh, thanks for having uh, yourself as a guest <laughs> on your 50th episode. You know, I really look forward to doing this again. We should totally do this again uh, at that 100th and the 150th and the 500th and the 550th. <laughs> uh, this won't be the last time we get to do this. I love it. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. Hey, thanks for listening. To learn more, find us on Instagram or Facebook at Better Doctor Project or check out our website, betterdoctorproject.com. Don't forget to leave us a review and share us with a friend. It helps us reach more healthcare providers who are also striving to make an impact. Thanks again. See you next time.